money, motherfucker? Money be green. Money feel like money. That shit look green to you? I'm hoping to make some green this weekend, Brian, because these are some fights that you could probably build a parlay in, but also bet separately. Let's start off with Gerard Ennis and Romain Villa. Gerard Ennis, a minus 1,300 favorite, straight up on the money line. And then you got Villa, who is a plus 720. Brian, obviously, people are favoring Gerard Boots Ennis in this one by a lot, but how do you see this one going, and how are you going to be betting? Slightly disrespectful to Romain Villa, by the way. <laughs> but uh, because I think now how we got here is important. They both fought on the January, I forget if it's 6th or 7th, I believe it was 7th, card of uh, Gervonta Davis versus Hector Luis Garcia. Uh, Boots Ennis was the co-feature. He fought uh, Karen from the Ukraine, Chukadazan, I think is how you pronounce his last name. I don't remember. Chukazan. Chukazan. Whatever it is. But regardless, he it, it doesn't matter because he lost the fight. And I don't know if we're going to see him again anytime soon. Uh, he did win since. I just checked this out uh, in Germany. He got a second-round stoppage. And also on that card, Romain Villa upset over Speedy Rashidi Ellis, who was undefeated. And Romain Villa went into that fight, um, was kind of getting outboxed, but kept himself in. The pressure was starting to break down Rashidi Ellis. And then two knockdowns in the 12th round. And won a majority decision, 114-112, two cards. Uh, had it and then the other had it a 113-113 draw so this was only natural that we get to this fight next both highly ranked welterweights and Jerron Boots-Ennis has a title has, a, has an IBF interim title so perhaps lurking in the shadows of Errol Spence and or Terrence Crawford whoever wins that fight but we'll see but Boots-Ennis is the favorite for good reason he's just better and I think even though he struggled in his last fight, he did get to showcase some of his boxing ability, won every round because his opponent, uh, who had amazing footwork and some good defense and head movement, didn't really engage, was just kind of in there to survive. And I think showed a different element of uh, what Boost Ennis can do in terms of trying to cut off the ring and chase him around and land at one, two. It wasn't a spectacular performance. And it was the first time he fought past six rounds, but it was good work for him that I think will pay off in the long run. Now, Romain Villa is not going to do any of that shit because Romain Villa is going to be in his face. <laughs> and I kind of think that's why this fight is uh, being set up here is not so Boots Ennis can just get a knockout, but to put him in a more stylistically entertaining fight. I think uh, Villa may have a couple of moments, but I think Boots Ennis is going to get the stoppage and go back on another knockout streak. He had a 19 fight knockout streak uh, disregarding a no contest uh, leading up to his last fight. Boots Ennis, interestingly enough, the books think that this is going to be done between um, probably like that four, five, six range, the over-under is six and a half, and you get minus odds now at Boots Ennis to win between rounds one and six. I have Jerome Boots Ennis winning by KO, TKO, between rounds seven through 12, which as of this recording, plus 195, because I think Villa, who's never been stopped, and I don't even know if he's been dropped before. It, you know, he has a Via has a great chin. Yeah, he's going to be taking some shots, but I think he's going to take them well. I think Boots Ennis, because of Via's pressure, is going to box more, has a three inch height advantage, has a four inch reach advantage. And I think he's going to use his length, use his jab, use that one, two to sort of keep Via at distance. I think he'll catch him for sure, but I think it's going to be in the second half of the fight, not in the first six rounds. I'm going to give Via that. And I also just like this number at almost plus 200 odds and it may go to plus 200 by the time the fight starts so 
Jerome Boutsenis to win by stoppage, plus 195 between rounds 7 through 12 odds, courtesy of, for that bet, FanDuel. Yeah, I really hate when we have the exact same bet because I'm like, <laughs> how, how am I going to break this down now? But uh, you talked about Gerard Ennis, and I think he is like lurking in the shadows to be, you know, the next king of this division. Also, Virgil Ortiz, who we're going to get to in a, a little bit. But I think he has a lot to prove coming into this fight because, like you mentioned, kind of an underwhelming performance against Chukazan. And that was a fight where I think a lot of people thought he would just go and get the knockout, like how he usually does, or the stoppage. And it, that just didn't happen. But we saw him box. And I think for a lot of people, they were kind of expecting him to just knock him out, like I said. So now there's questions about Jerron Ennis. And it's crazy because he still dominated every round. Like, he won so by unanimous crazy. decision. So now there's these questions like, can Jerron Ennis really be that guy? So I think he's coming into this one more motivated than ever and probably has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder because people are now saying that he's not that guy. After for so long, everyone's like, he's going to be that guy. So despite the fact that he bodied Chukazan in every round, and maybe we gave Chukazan one round, maybe two if you want to be gener generous, but not really. Yeah. Like, let's just be real here. Like, yeah. dropped it, <laughs> dominated. Um, won by unanimous decision, but now there's these questions. And you think about Jerron Ed Edis in this fight. Like, he has to establish the jab early on. He has a really good jab. He has power in both of his hands. Can knock you out in different ways. And he can box on the inside, mid-range, mid outside. Like, he does it all. He has all the attributes. And when you think about this division in the welterweight division, I think he's the most talented. When you actually take a look at that checklist, he's the most talented guy in this division. And he has real power. So I think he's going to show it off in this fight. But Romain Villa, this is a guy that only has one loss on his record, right? And he has the knockout power. I think he has an 88% knockout ratio or something like that. So you know that he's knocking out dudes, has power in his hands. And he's coming off, um, you know, that win against Rashidi Ellis in a fight where a lot of people were surprised at how Romain Villa won that fight. Because nobody thought he was going to win. People thought it was going to be Rashidi Ellis, and then we would see Jerron Ennis and Rashidi Ellis fight. I bet but on him. I bet on Villa to win that fight. <laughs> well, good for you, because I thought Rashidi Ellis, because he was talking all that smack, because him and Jerron Ennis were supposed to fight after right like that kind of what people were thinking was going to happen um but you just take a look at how Romain Villa fights and I think he's extremely underrated especially when you think about the fact that he is a pressure fighter likes to come forward and he knows how to cut off the ring so how is Dron Ennis going to be able to handle all this I think Dron Ennis learned a lot from his last fight he's going to be able to box Romain Villa from a distance and if he has to bang on the inside he'll bang on the inside because that's what Jerron Ennis can do. Romain Villa is going to try to be the pressure fighter in this one. But I think all Jerron Ennis actually really has to do in this fight is just land the jab. Just establish the jab, keep throwing the jab, and then he's going to catch Romain Villa at one point. I also have Jerron Ennis winning round 7 through 12 by stoppage, plus 195 there. But I do actually see this possibly happening um, maybe round 9 or 10. Um, mm -hmm. I do want to take a look at the odds over there because I think that's kind of an interesting place where you just want to have a different bet than me. It's fine. Yeah. And plus the odds are really good. Jerron Ennis to win rounds nine through 10 plus eight fifty. So a little bit of extra value if you do, because I actually think Romain Villa is going to last in the ring for quite some time. Um, because even in that loss uh, that he has on his record, which I believe was against this Mexican like journeyman um, yeah. lost by split decision in that one. It was a really, really close fight. It was uh, Marcus uh, Villasana, and that was a fight he could have won. 
it was by split decision. So he's not a guy that's getting like knocked out or dropped. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He has a lot of potential in this fight to have some big moments. Um, so I'm interested in seeing how Jerron Ennis handles it because he can't have another underwhelming performance, but meaning he's going to win every round and not get the knockout. Like he can't <laughs> have that. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on this fight. I think Jerron Ennis, uh, by decision, I gave it a look. It was like plus 500 just because V look, V is tough, has a chin. Good value there. I, you know what I mean? And Chantel is no longer going to tell me not to sprinkle on a decision if I, don't, if I want to because she learned her lesson from the Canelo Alvarez fight. That was crazy. Did you did you actually <laughs> think he was going to get the decision in that fight? I sprinkled on it. <laughs> you sprinkled on it, but I mean, you can sprinkle on random stuff. No, because you know I mean? the whole thing with John Ryder is he hadn't been stopped before that except for an early stoppage, and he had six I just losses. Didn't think, so I just like... didn't think it could happen against Canelo. And it was, and was, it was, it's, like, it was, it's it John was a... Ryder. I, I, you know, these European level fighters. I was like, come on, stop. <laughs> well, Ryder's it. good. He was a contender. And look, here's the thing: it was a tiny ring. Canelo Alvarez should have knocked him out, which is why I don't think he's gonna knock out Jamel Charlo. But anyway, um, I think Ennis gets a stoppage late-ish in this fight. I think it's more of a boxing performance, as you said. As long as he establishes a jab, he's fine. And I think he'll do that. Use the height, use the reach, use the skill, because obviously he's the more skilled fighter here. Um, Via kind of has one or two things that he can really do really well. Pressure and just getting on the inside. And I think he's going to try to hammer Boots Ennis's body, which he should. Jerron Ennis has to be careful not to leave his body open there. But as long as he establishes a jab, he could win the fight with his one-two. He can land lead left uppercuts later on if he feels like it which he can do so well i think we'll see that at some point but i don't think it needs to be a, a an overly complex performance just get the job done get the stoppage late and move on to hopefully a super fight after this <laughs> yeah and that's kind of what we all want to see drawn Ennis do at this point in his career 26 years old but we do want to move over from the boxing ring to the octagon uh ufc 290 a big one Alexander Volkanovsky, Yair Rodriguez, straight up on the money line. Volkanovsky, minus 400, and Yair Rodriguez, a plus 285. Brian, how are you betting this one? How do you see this one going? Volkanovsky has never lost at this weight. Both of his losses, one was at lightweight, the other one was at welterweight. This is for the featherweight championship. Yair Rodriguez was the interim champion. Yair Rodriguez finally getting to this point in his career. People have been waiting for it because he was young. He was explosive. He was an exciting fighter. And then at one point he got released. They figured it out, brought him back. He went on a tear and got the elbow on the Korean zombie, which is an incredible knockout. Um, I am actually going to fade a lot of people here. And I'm going to put my money on, not a lot, not a lot. So this is more of a sprinkle, but. For whatever reason, I just feel like Yair Rodriguez gets this done. I just think that he's going to take a lot of chances, and one of them is going to pay off. <laughs> and I think he actually like really impresses in this showcase because Volkanovski is he's going to win rounds. He's super technical. He can win a fight any way you kind of want to fight. But I think Yair Rodriguez is going to use his height advantage and be able to just take a lot of chances. You're going to see some switch kicks. You're going to see some flying knees. You're going to see yeah. just sort of spin kicks, you know, elbows from awkward angles. He's just going to try a lot of different things, and I think it's going to work, and it's going to be unorthodox, and it's going to pay off. And I'm not super confident that he's going to win us. Like, I'm not telling you, hey, put your money on Yair Rodriguez, but I'm telling you what I'm going to do because – 
we've seen some shocking outcomes in the UFC lately. And it's a reminder that, you know, whether it be Kamaru Usman or whomever else, it was Israel Adesanya last year. These guys lose at some point in this in this in this in this title run. And Alexander Volkanovsky has been awesome at this weight. You know, I think that for me, Yair Rodriguez is going to impress, is going to make this a very competitive mm-hmm. fight. And I'm going to take my chances on him winning this fight in what's Ooh. going to be close. So at plus 285, damn near plus 300, I think the odds are part of this too. Like I expected it to be a little bit closer, but Yair Rodriguez is kind of the ultimate wild card. It's a label that I put with Teofimo Lopez before he beat Josh Taylor because which Teofimo Lopez is going to show up, whatever, whatever. I think Yair Rodriguez is going to show up, take a lot of risks, and I think it's going to pay off. And I think he's going to beat Alexander Volkanovsky, who will probably win rounds in the beginning, and it'll be super technical, but... I'm going to take my chances with Yair Rodriguez because I think he's very, he's more than capable of pulling off this upset and stunning some people. Yeah, Yair Rodriguez, he's tough as hell. Um, you know, lost to Max Holloway by decision, uh, lost to Frankie Edgar. Uh, that was a stoppage where the doctor sought the fight, I think, the second round because of that eye injury or something like that. Um, really good stand up, um, but he's not better than Volkanovsky in the stand up game either. I think he's going to use his leg kicks, like you mentioned, to really set up. Um, some different shots. I think that's where he's going to really be trying to make his day is with those leg kicks and leg shots. And that's where he's going to actually get Volkanovsky, land some big shots. But I think he's going to have some big moments in this fight, Yair, because he's just tough as hell, right? And you love the fact that he has a heart of a lion. But I just think Volkanovsky checks off every list, yeah, every box on every mm-hmm. list, right? He's an all-around great fighter, um, actually, he's a better boxer than Yair Rodriguez. Yeah. I think he has a really good jab. Um, and I think he's going to be able to get Yair Rodriguez onto the ground and ground and pound is going to be his game. Like, I think that's what Volkanovski is going to do. I think he's going to try to outbox him. He's going to. He's going to outland him. He's going to get him on the ground when he wants because Volkanovski, as we've seen in the past, he is a great technician and the guy never gets tired. He can run a marathon, come into the octagon and do this stuff like light work. Um, and I think he's going to be landing the jab. And when it comes up to the stand-up game, I give the edge to Volkanovski as well. Not to say that Yair Rodriguez doesn't have a chance in this fight. I think Volkanovski is just going to be owning him on the cards. Like, I think when it comes to the rounds, he's just going to be owning him. And I think it could be like four rounds to one, maybe. Um, I could also even see Volkanovski getting the victory in the later rounds. Like, I could see that happening as well, getting maybe like a third round stoppage, fourth round stoppage, because I think he gets Yair Rodriguez onto the ground and ground and pound and wins. Like, I think that's a possibility for Volkanovski, but I think it is going to be more of a technical fight because I just think we're going to get that tough Yair Rodriguez. And I think for Yair Rodriguez to win, it's got to be like a flying knee or a leg kick to knock That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't see it happening. (laughs) Actually, I don't see that happening though, right? I don't see that happening, happening for Volk. So it's like, I don't know, man. I don't see Yair knocking him out. And that's the only way he, he can win is if he does get that knockout victory. Um, it is possible it could happen. We've seen it before, but I don't think it happens at UFC 290. So I'm going to take Volkanovski by decision plus 105. A little bit of value there, uh, but I think he gets it done against a very, very tough Yair Rodriguez. Here at the Mandatory, we want to know how you're going to be betting this fight. Are you rolling with Alexander Volkanovski or are you rolling with Yair Rodriguez? Final thoughts, Brian, before we get away from this topic. Yair yeah, Rodriguez to win by knockouts plus 550. Sheesh. I mean, 
Like if, if, if I'm going to take Yair to win, I actually take that to for him to win by knockout because there's more value there. And I think that's the only way he beats Volkanovski because he's not going to beat him in the cards. I don't think so. Like he's not going to outbox him. He's not going to outland him. He's not going to get him onto the ground more than Volkanovski. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just thinking if I'm going to spend my money, then I'm if I'm going to sprinkle for Yair to win, I sprinkle on that. You don't think he can win by submission? Double chance? I think he can. I, th- I think he can. I'd probably I double. I, too good. So I think, <laughs> yeah, but I think, I think double chance is fair. So if you're looking at double chance, Yair Rodriguez KO or submission, that's plus 400. That might be actually how I'm going. Yair Rodriguez by knockout or submission plus 400 because I do think if this goes to the cards, Alexander Volkanovsky, who wins a lot of rounds, is going to win the fight. He even impressed yeah. when he moved up and fought Islam Makachev uh, in his last fight. He came away. Very close he, fight, Yeah, man. he came away with a lot of people. I wouldn't say thinking he won, but thinking he left enough of an impression like, yo, this dude is for real, for real, for real. Like, not even just at the featherweight division, but potentially moving so up. funny because I left being like, yo, Makachev is for real, for real, for real. Because there was <laughs> questions about him, remember? I think it took Volk to win that fight. I think I bet on Volk and a lot of people were like, that's crazy. Um, but I thought Volk actually fought very well in that fight. Yeah. Uh, but then after that fight, I was just like, Makachev is the real deal, man. Like, I'm never going to sleep on him ever again. Um, very good fight from Volkanovski, though. I just think he's better than Yair Rodriguez in every aspect. Hard to not like a guy like Yair Rodriguez because he's so tough and he's so fun to watch. Um, but I think it's going to have to be like a flying knee or some leg kick to get Volkanovski up and out of there because we know how good Yair Rodriguez's stand-up is and how good his kicks are. Um, just don't see it happening, man. Don't see it happening. But if you're rolling with Brian, let us know. Uh, drop some comments below and also make sure to follow us on our social media platforms we're at the mandatory tko if you already hit that like button if you already hit that subscribe button we appreciate you if you have it please do because it helps the channel grow and um yeah enjoy the fights uh, let us know how you're betting and if you do win and if you make a different bet than us um that you want to give us heat on drop your slips like we want to we want to actually see what you bet on uh, not that you was talking smack <laughs> Uh, Brian, any final thoughts before we get up and out of here? None. Enjoy the fights. Follow the channel. We have more to come. Um, And yeah, make sure you rate, review, do all those things. And uh, don't be a dick.